आसान Hello there another day to be grateful and to cherish I am here on inside out alignment your host Mary Tapper your platform for self discovery and creativity today we are blessed to have Roland Sumner with us who is a retired US army veteran and a CEO and founder of life after service testimonial coaching LLC Roland enlisted in the US Army National Guard in 1995 and retired in 2015 during her career she was an administrative clerk heavy vehicle operator and human resources manager she served as both a traditional national guard soldier and as an active guard reserve soldier and she was stationed in Massachusetts South Carolina and Afghanistan She is an associate certified coach via the International Coaching Federation, a certified professional coach and energy leadership index master practitioner. Roland is also one of the best selling authors of Behind the Rank Volume 3. Roland, thank you so much for accepting this invite. I'm honored to have you here today. Welcome. Thank you, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. So, Roland, I see a lot of things that you've been doing. Before we get to the coaching part, let's start from where you started your career. So, mm-hmm. what made you go into the US Army? And by the way, first of all, congratulations and uh, thank you so much for your service. Oh, thank you. So, just a little correction. Uh, my name is pronounced Rolanda. Oh, it's Rolanda. Oh, thank you. It's an e at the end, but it said Rolanda. But um, so I wanted to go into. I enlisted because I needed some college money. That's how I started out. My mom was a single mom, and she had my sister and I, and. my sister wasn't athletically inclined and so i was like okay i'll go it was an opportunity for me to pay for school and then my mom would be able to afford to pay, help my sister um i stayed because i really liked the service i liked helping people um i kind of felt that need for me to be there and help people and be a good support for others uh and i retired because when i i got back from afghanistan i had some mental and physical injuries that um just made it impossible for me to continue to serve at a high level awesome so and you decided to go into coaching so what actually um was your motivation for that I've always liked to help people with their problems and um help them think differently. And in the military as a leader, that's what you do. You help your soldiers think differently, think better. You help them get through their problems. You kind of um you know, elevate them and and such. So for me, it was a natural progression. I I didn't start off there though. Um, I started my own skincare business and I discovered I didn't want to talk about butters and oils. 
and I had a really good product, but I just didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to empower women. And so I was working with the coach and she was like, you would make a great coach. And I thought about it and I prayed on it. And so I decided to close up um, Butter Angels and open up LASCO or Life After Service Transitional Coaching. And I went to coaching school, IPEC, and I graduated in 2019. And then I got my ICF credential um, that fall. So Mm -hmm. it just, it's the easiest thing. It's the easiest and most challenging thing I've had, I've done. Like it, coaching is like breathing. It feels good to me. Um, but it's challenging because I have to stay on top of, you know, my, my education, make sure I learn new techniques, um, and learn how to work with different people. So you started like 2019 and then navigating through the COVID-19 COVID-19 in 2020 and even until now, how were you able to navigate through that? You know, um, I know that uh, most people say yes with coaching, with um, having, you know, going through COVID-19, many people were still like uh, in that space of not getting into depression and getting into thinking like the world is coming to an end, like this is something that we've never experienced before. But at the same time, you feel like you're lonely if you're somebody who like to be out and like to do a lot of things. So how did you navigate through that, you know, or reach out to your potential, you know, clients? So um, there's different, so there's a difference between coaching and counseling right. and coaches, right? So we're not here to diagnose or treat mental illness. Oh, sure. What we're going to do is take you from where you are and help you reach your goals forward. So uh, we might acknowledge some things from, from your past, but we're here, we're here to basically help you from where you are. Sorry, I don't know what's going on with my phone and then help you go forward so that you can be a better performer. So you can think differently. So you can live your, a better life. Um, so for me, it was a good space because my clients and their sponsors were feeling the effects of COVID. Their employees were feeling the effects, you know, the stress, the anxiety, um, and it was, hindering their professionalism and their performance. So then I was called in to help them remap their thinking so that they can get back on track and performing well. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Because uh, sometimes, depending on people's, you know, the background, where they come from, their life experiences, it's often some difficult to navigate or if they are not used to certain changes or they are not like, okay, have that understanding that in life, you know, anything can happen at any time, but it's also us looking inside and knowing that things happen for us and being able to navigate uh, by um, thinking more as that person who is creative and is capable and has what it takes and having yourself surrounded by people who can actually uplift you. So you being in that space, 
Yeah, definitely uh, bringing them out of that situation and helping them reaching their goal. So you also talk about trying to talk about your target audience. So how do you target them? And uh, can you enlighten us a little bit about that? So um, I have two sides of my business. I work with private clients and helping them start their startup um, their startup businesses. And then I have my corporate side of the business. When it came to the private side, I acknowledge that people want to work with coaches who have been down the same road as they have been. You know, they, they want to work with somebody who has already, you know, been through that walk and um, done those things. Basically, they don't want to work with somebody who hasn't because there, there are nuances in someone's journey that only someone who has already been through that journey can understand. So I tell my, my coaches um, or my prep schoolers in BOPS, I tell them that their target person is who they were before the transformation. Who were you before the transformation? Who were, you, who were you before you realized that something needed to change? Who were you before you are, are today? That's who you wanna work with. Cause that original person wants to be where you are today. They wanna be happier. They wanna be wealthier. They wanna have more better relationships. They wanna have a better job. Whatever it is you coach them in, they want what you have today. So in order to get a quick assessment of who your target audience is, look at who you were before your transformation. Ask yourself critical questions like, what happened for me to, to lead me to a breakthrough, to lead me to saying, you know, enough is enough. I'm, I'm not going to stay in this place anymore. And not only what happened, what was your breaking point? where you made the decision, not only that things have to be different, but that you were gonna actually take action. What, what, what was that moment where you was just like, I, I, enough is enough, I cannot take it anymore. And that's who your person is. They pay whatever it takes, they're ready to go through whatever it takes so that they can, they can move forward and be in a different place. And so I, I share with my clients that, okay, now that you have identified who this person is, which is your former self, now you're gonna identify everything about that person, like outline their demographics, what clubs do they belong to, what, where do they hang out? If they're going through a divorce, guess what? They're probably gonna be in clubs or groups on Facebook or LinkedIn. Go there, go where they are. Find out what their employment behavior is. You know, because if you know what somebody's employment behavior is, then guess what? You can find them on LinkedIn. You can, you can find them on Facebook. Get to know them a little bit better. And that is a, a quick way of understanding who your target audience is. When it comes to the corporate side, you need to understand who is going to approve. That's your target audience, the person who's gonna approve. So what is it that, that they want? Do they wanna save money? Do they want to um, 
improve morale? What is it that they want? And how is this going to booster or bolster them as professionals? Because they approved it. Does that make sense? So in the corporate space is not, or in the contracting space is not so much the, the receiver or the person who's getting the coaching that you're targeting. You're targeting the approval authority and you have to understand their mindset. What is it that they want? Um, gonna make, how is it gonna help personal branding and their organizational branding? How much can you benefit or how much can you help them benefit from your service so that you can get to the person you really wanna work with, their, their employees? Right. So when you actually get maybe, uh, as you talk about your corporate um, clients, when you get to work with them, so approaching, so there's like the middle person. So do you have to talk to both the clients or the those in the corporate world, they are the ones to convince their, their employees or they have to talk to them before bringing them in or how do you navigate that? Because you have two sets of, you know, two... Right. It's time consuming. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, um, you're going to end up having to talk to gatekeepers. You're going to, you're going to need to build relationships with, um, people who are going to cheerlead and advocate for you while you're not there before you get to the decision makers. And even if you hit decision makers first, they're going to send you back to the gatekeepers. They're going to send you back to advocates so that they don't have to deal with that right now and they can help you flush it out. You play a long game when you're doing um, corporate or any type of subcontracting, you're playing a long game. You know, how are you able, are you able to stick it out and afford to go that route? Because it could take a while, like the sales cycle can be a year or two, it could be six months. On the private side, the sales cycle can be as short as like a week, mm-hmm. you know, it could as long as a year. So there's a lot more flexibility on the private side. If you're gonna go for corporate, make sure you have some money in a bank. You know, mm-hmm. make sure you have connections. Um, make sure you are able to, uh, to, to withstand it, you know? It's a lot of work. You have to have a passion for it. Private side is, is fun, you know? You, you can have, really profitable groups where you're making a huge impact and you're making good money. The turnaround time is a lot faster and a lot easier. You can be a lot more relaxed. Um, so you just got to decide some people are cookie cutter for corporate They're They love it. It's, it's like, it's like breathing for them. And other people are better with private because they're more casual and that space is just right for them. So there's no right or wrong avenue to take okay i know you say you talk about start startup development so in this case how do you navigate that space okay so there aren't enough programs or people talking about um how to support infant businesses Mm. call infant businesses a year or younger what happens is they're directed to either courses that are way more advanced that they don't need yet 
or they're told to go to SCORE at SBA, which are awesome resources. However, the advantage of going through a startup program is that you have somebody with you every step of the way. Mm. You have some, it's not, when you go to SBA, SBDC, the, the public um, resources, they help you, but they're going to give you one task and say, okay, go do that. And then come back to me when it's done. So you're not going to, you don't really have anybody there to help you with your mindset. You don't have anybody there to listen to your frustrations. You don't have anybody there to sit down and say, okay, what is important to you, your life, your values, and how can we develop a business model to accommodate what is important to you? Mm -hmm that you don't have to fit the cookie cutter business model that everybody else has made. So I love the startup space. I love helping startups because if you have help in that first year to not only learn how to develop the most important things in your business, you're going to be more profitable faster. Mm. You know, it, it's, it won't take you three years to start making the money you should make. Right. Because you have somebody, you know, step by step in a way, you know, navigate as you navigate and they're showing you the way and you, you know, you're having like constant uh, discussion and strategies on how to, to do that. And to also tell you like, look, you don't have to spend your money on that. Hmm. What are you spending your money on this system? Like, you know how it is when you're a startup, you spend your money on everything because everybody told you, okay, you need to do this. You need to do that. <laughs> You don't need to do that and don't get stuck on freebies. Freebies are great, but they only tell you part of the story. Hmm. So they don't give you the whole entire picture of what is necessary to get you to use that freebie and for that freebie to be ultimately, you know, successful. Right. It's wonderful though. Um, but if you want a robust program, if you want a, an experience a best friend, a sister through the whole process, you need to join a program like Business Launch Prep School. You know, a program that says, look, I specialize in helping you because you are less than a year old. You don't know how to sell. You don't know what your worth is. So you're undercharging. Um, you're trying to do it by yourself, but you're frustrated. There's nobody really here to hold you accountable. You you're aggravated because you're, you're having to do all this extra research on your time off, mm -hmm. on your, the hours you have off instead of working on your business. Yeah, of course you can do it by yourself. Go on, knock yourself out. However, if you join a, a program that has already, already done the research, already tested it out, clients have been successful, instead of it taking you three to five years to figure it out in hundreds of thousands of dollars, you, or even like 50, $60,000, you can invest a fraction of that and be shown how to do it in 12 weeks. <laughs> Amazing. Like, it's that pulse to the next stage in your development, whether it be personal and business, in a smaller amount of time than it is for you to figure it out on your own. Figure it out on your own is expensive. Definitely. It's expensive time, it's expensive 
expensive. It is. And so that means you are there like the accountability partner. And at the same time, you are like the person that uh, is encouraging them to actually, you know, bring that into fruition. You're that guide to help them navigate, you know, through that path and telling them where the pitfalls are and everything and really pointing them, you know, into reaching the goal that they have in mind. Yes, absolutely. And I help them get out of their way. Oh, yes. When you are reaching another level, you will get in your own way because you don't know any better. You'll start doing stuff because you just, you don't know any better. You'll freak out because you don't know any better. And so I help them get out of their way. Like, are you self-sabotaging yourself or do you not, or do you really not have the resources? or the time. Let's talk about these things. You know, my clients, when they leave, they know they're worth four to five figures. Their program is worth four to five figures. That how they help people is worth four to five figures. I never encourage my clients to, pay, to charge, you know, $75 an hour. No, you're going to overwork yourself. Let me show you how to take your knowledge and charge the least $2,000 on your pilot when you start, how to package that so you can make an amazing impact and charge appropriately. And share with your lead, your potential client, why it's in their best interest and make them feel good about why it's important for them to work with you. But it is not starting off under $100 an hour. Actually, if you're not making at least 200 to 250 on an hour on average, you are not doing, you're not doing it right. We need to talk about your pricing because you have to eat. You got to pay business bills. You can't serve at a high level if you're desperate. I love that. And when you, uh, when you work with, with startup, with startups, so does it mean that the, is it just coaches or you work with different? Um, I specialize with coaches because it is, there are less obstacles to go through. With coaching, there's no overhead. You don't have to worry about distribution. Um, you don't have, there's regulatory guidance, but it's very little, very little. There's almost no regulatory guidance. But if I'm working with a product, with someone who has a product, there's more that goes into that. So, and I usually send them to resources I've used when I was a maker, like here, go over here, because I know that that's what they specialize in. But I like to work with new coaches because there's just not enough help. Um, the, the common instruction for starting your own coaching firm is to is to start an email list. Oh, just send out emails, send out Facebook ads. There's so much more you need to do before that. Nobody's gonna show up once you have your certification just to get you. You need to go out and get some. But before you go out and get them, there's some things we need to work out first. There's some steps we gotta go through. And then I show you how to go get them. Right. Um, and I, I, I just don't think there's enough um, support for infant 
new infant new coaching business, infant startups in the coaching space. Thank you for stepping for stepping in. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So you also talk about your signature program development. So do you help them like develop your program and you know on so what do you do there? Like what is your you know your um your blueprint for that? So once they think about who their target audience is and what that, that target audience needs, then I help them break down the journey to aha. Like what is at the end of that, what is the result? And then we back plan to get to the result. So once we identify what the result is and I emphasize to them, we are only focusing on one result. We're not trying to give them the whole world. We're focusing on one result. Let's go backwards to and take it apart so you can develop the steps to get to that one result. So we reverse engineer it and then we package it and price it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now let's talk about um, what advice would you give to your 21 year old self? I would tell my 21 year old self to trust my gut hmm. Don't or my intuition, trust your gut. It's never been wrong. And then trusting my gut, I can then trust myself. I didn't trust myself for a very long time. I didn't trust my gut. And I've all, I always lost when I didn't trust my gut, my gut feeling, my intuition is, was, is given to you by God. So when you don't trust your gut or your intuition, you're not trusting God. And so that's what I was doing. I was just not trusting myself. And I would tell myself like, you're amazing. You can do anything. Just trust your gut. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall. You're going to fail. You're going to live through it. You'll be all right. <laughs> but trust your gut. What is your gut telling you? And what would you say to someone who is out there and they feel like they are in this crossroad they are overwhelmed. They are in this dilemma. They don't know what direction to, to, to take as far as, you know, maybe their life is concerned about maybe a career and they find it like really difficult to, they don't have that clarity. What would you say to them at this point in time? So I would tell them to take the time to do some inner healing to do some searching spend some time with God and get to know him and understand what he has out there for you find yourself a spiritual big sister a big brother that is not judgmental mm -hmm. and can accept you with all your flaws and everything but really get to understand get to learn God and and, and listen to what he's telling you because he's telling you what your purpose is but you, you know, you don't know what he sounds like and it's okay. Now it's time to do the work to find out what he sounds like and to forgive yourself because he doesn't condemn us. Um, the answer is right in front of our face. We just have to sit quiet and listen and be honest about what you want. Don't sit back and hide and be like, oh, I want this, but I feel really bad for wanting it. Just just want what you want. If you want money, be honest about wanting money. If you want fame, be honest about wanting fame. If you want to make a humongous impact on the world, 
be honest about making wanting to make a humongous impact on the world. The more that you're honest, the better it is, the happier you will be. And then you can open up the doors to understanding what you really want and what's out there for you. But I think the key is to get closer to God and allow yourself to be open to what direction he's pointing you to. And it could be scary and it's, it doesn't always feel good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't always feel good, but it's, it's definitely the best path to take. Following your gut. I love that. And getting closer to God. Mm -hmm. Our inner essence. And uh, there is this, this quote which says, the voice of truth is only as loud as our willingness to listen. Yes. We have to. And so, our willing, sometimes we have to be intentional in our listening. You have to, you have to be like, look, I can't hear you. I know you're talking to me, but what do I have to do to hear you? Do I need to pray more? Do I need to meditate? Do I need to turn off the TV? Nobody's telling you you have to be perfect. You do not have to be perfect. If you cuss, it's okay. If you dress skimpy, it's okay. If you did some bad things in the past, it's okay. Don't let that stop you from going to him and listening. If it takes you a month, a year, just do what do the necessary things to get closer to him. Get yourself a, a good mentor that you trust, that feels good to you. And your intuition is like, yes, this is the right person. So that you can start getting closer and understanding and really listening and hearing him tell you what the next steps are. It's a journey. It's a journey. I don't want anybody to be, to be misled. It's scary because there are a lot of church people out there who don't represent his kingdom well. But just if, if this is your first step, just be like, God, tell me what the next step is. What do you want me to do? Because I want to get closer to you. I just don't know who to trust, where to go, what to do. And he'll he'll tell you what to do next. Yeah, and I love that because um, at the end of the day, it is a personal relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not about everything else that is out there. It's a personal relationship with him. It's like rewriting and knowing that where I am, he is. That he lives in me, he reigns in me, and he's my guide. And you submitting to that guide and really giving yourself to it wholly, to him wholly. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. So where can they find you? Where can maybe someone reach out to you? Where can he get to you? Place to find me is at Lasco, L-A-S-T-C-O dot vet, V-E-T, Lasco. L-A-S-T-C-O dot vet, V-E-T. You can find out anything you need to know about me, my programs. Um, once you go to that site, I have a freebie for you. It's the um, Soulmate Client Persona LinkedIn edition. Um, and you go to that site, fill out the pop-up, and it, I will send you the form that we use to narrow down our target audience in business launch prep school. Um, it's free to you. So check it out. Lasco, L-A-S-T-C-O dot vet, V-E-T. 
I love that. Uh, yes, so on the description box of this episode, I'm going to have that information on there. So anyone who wants to reach out to Rolander, let me make sure I have it correct now. <laughs> so you can get to her directly if you have any questions, if you have one clarity about anything, make sure you reach out to her. Uh, I just want to say it's has it has been a wonderful time with you. Thank you so much for going deep and really just sharing from your heart with us today. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your service. Thank you for continuing that journey to empower, to impact and making our world a better place. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. All right. So we've come to the end of this episode. So uh, everybody, bye for now and see you on the next episode.